Father, we thank you that we come before you with confidence. Lord, knowing you not only hear us, but Lord God, you intercede for us. Lord God, we ask that you would intercede today, Lord God, in each and every life. Each and every home, each family represented. Lord God, that we who know you would grow closer to you. We would surrender to you. Heavenly Father, for those who don't know you, Lord God, may they come to know you. May they come to, to, to not only know of you, but Lord God, to know you in a personal way. Lord God, we pray that, the, that you would continue to move by your spirit. Lord God, we would give you all the time. For Lord God, all our time is in your hands. Thank you, Lord God, that you have spoken to our hearts. You have spoken to our ears. Lord God, you have encouraged us to, to praise and to worship and to sing with all our hearts. Yes, Lord. Not only that you would be praised and be, but we would find you and we seek you with all our hearts. Our desire is that we would find you. We would dwell with you and you would allow, we would allow you to dwell within us and work through us. Lord God, we thank you. You choose to use us. Thank you, Father. You love us so much that you died for us. Lord God, that you speak to us that we would know that you are here, that you are alive, that you are with us, that you go before us. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord God, that Jesus died, that we can come into your presence with confidence, with thankful hearts. So our usher come forward today. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We are in awe of you. We're preparing you a tenth, the tithe, the portion of which you blessed us with, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you bless the gift and the giver. Lord, that we would not hold back, but Lord, that we would give as the widow gave a mite. Because you can make it mighty in your hands. The Lord, help us to release it. Let us give out love and adoration and gratefulness unto you in Jesus' name. Everybody says, Amen. Amen. Amen testify and read the word with understanding and, and tell others about the Lord. So we'd like to recognize those at this time. Uh, Dave and Heather, if you're ready. Yes. Praise the Lord. Okay, everybody that's been part of the I'm a Believer class uh, for the last 13 weeks regularly, um, come on up here to the front rather than calling your names because that'll take forever. Test, test, test. Oh, 
Test. 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 Okay, so if I hold it like this. One more time, Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In all these things, the Lord will put into your hands. Amen. These brothers and sisters have done that over the last 13 weeks. Um, they've been with us every Sunday at 1 o'clock. Um, everybody's got a purple one. Will you hold that up real quick? Purple. The purple ones are the ones that have gone through, uh, they've been with us through two sessions now. The first session was everybody getting to know one another, which Diane and Bridget, you can hold up your pink one. Diane and Bridget made it through the first session. In the first session, what we did was we tried to take everybody where they were with God and just kind of give them a nudge further closer to Him. And these brave people have done that consistently over 13 weeks. The ones that have the pink one, Bridget and Diane, they, some of their bravery was just being able to step out and share in a group, and we were blessed to be able to hear the things that they shared with us. Yeah. Everybody who's got a purple one actually stepped out to lead the group at least once. And so we want to just congratulate all of them for that, their hard work, and uh, what they did is we've seen tremendous growth in each one of them. Amen. Yeah. 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 Give you all a couple of seconds here just to share what the group meant to you. Um, try to keep it to, let's see, 30 seconds if I can put you on the spot for that. These guys all started out sharing at like two minutes a piece, and eventually we were having a set timers for five minutes because people were talking. The whole class. So, Diane, you want to go first? You can pass. You got a pink one, so I'll I don't need you. You're going to pass? <laughs> no, I want it. You want it? Because um, I, am, I, I, I'm good for my reading. And I do them better with the Bible studies. Amen. And that, and everybody helps with me with the words I don't know. And it keeps me up what I'm doing. Awesome. I just want to encourage everyone um, that maybe hasn't done it to, to do it. It's a great fellowship, it's great learning. Uh, you dig deeper into the Bible and you, you learn ways to, to live the word, not just read it, but to, to live it. And uh, it's helped me and, and I've grown and uh, stepped out in boldness um, like crazy because of this class. So just thank you and thank Amen. all you guys. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we all clap at the end? That, that way we have to make it I gotta put it close. What he just said, as far as boldness, um, I basically do test. Uh, I do um, witnessing, and you know, try to to live my life like God would, instead of going in, you know, uh, witnessing to Him and trying to, you know, lead Him to the Lord that way. Well, this class, my neighbor, the man that is totally against the Lord, is going to the kingdom now. Yes, we did, and I thank you all for it. Um, he was not an easy one. I, don't get me wrong. I do witness to people that are easy that I know aren't going to bite my head off. But this one, anytime God was even mentioned, he was, and you know, basically running back to his house. I didn't know whether I, he was going to get to his house before he killed me, but you know, and he actually asked his wife. She asked him if it was all right if I came in, and he said yes. 
and he put imprints in my hand because he couldn't talk. And I said, squeeze my hand if you want to do the sinner's prayer and be right with Jesus Amen. and have him in your heart and everything because his father had taken to a Catholic church and it wasn't the same. And uh, he squeezed so hard that two hours after I left him, it was still in my hand. Praise God. I love it. <laughs> One more person brought to Jesus. Amen. Well, his family want to talk to me later, so that's awesome. Woo! Pray for her. <laughs> I got four more in that family. Brothers and sisters, I'd like to share with you what I believe this class was Oh man, phenomenal. I mean, it brought us all together as a bond and relationship together. That's what Christianity is. But loving Jesus and knowing they get closer to the Lord. You can't get enough of this. I can't wait till it starts again. Do you want to share or do you want to skip? I wrote some stuff. Whoa, she wrote it. She wrote it. Ready? Okay. I'm going to read this because I'm not a good speaker. I am a. I'm going to be honest, the first couple of classes I thought I wasn't going to get anything out of it, and I was going to quit. But then I felt like God was saying, you aren't even trying, you don't want to spend time with me, you don't, you don't want to learn what I have for you, so I continued. Then the things that I was praying about, God started to show me and confirm through discussions and sermons, and that made me hungry. The highlight of my time in this class was when God used Amen. Brother Dan to give me a message. He said that he was proud of me. Proving that when you spend time seeking God, he meets you and shows you how much he loves us. Amen. Never underestimate the timing, right, brother? Amen. When God gives you a word for somebody and you share it, you have no idea what's going on in the rest of their life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All the time. I just want to say that if it wasn't for the believers class, um, probably my husband and I would be starting a food pantry here. Uh, a lot of praise and um, praying about it uh, with um, Pastor David and Pastor Don and his wife and Heather and our class, and being Mr. Amen. Amen, amen. It was good to see you. to this side, so I feel like I'm happy. It was good to see everybody who had joined the class, Diane, Bridget, and everybody else who had gone through it the first time. It's an experience you guys would not believe. It's something you should try before you say, oh, it's not for me. At least try it. One it. class. At yeah. least one class. I would like to say that uh, I know I missed some classes because of my surgery and stuff, but I know that God was with me and that uh, He is with each and every one of you. So if you want to grow closer to Him, you need to come to the Believer's class. Amen. Father, we thank you for all the good things you do with our brothers and sisters. Just pray you continue to keep doing it. And uh, we'll be starting another one after. Proud of all of you. Yeah, yeah, hey, thank you, Lord. Right, guys. Well, after this class, all I got to say is, here I am, Lord. Use me. Amen. Next one's after Labor Day, guys. Praise the Lord. I'm working. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now?
Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for those, Lord God, who diligently do the work you've called them to do, Lord, who search your word. And Lord God, you begin to reveal to them uh, the truth of your word. And Lord God, revelation of the word, uh, who they are in you. And Lord God, it, that no matter what walk they have, Lord God, you have a path that they might bring others to you. Lord God, our, our, our past is only the victory that we have, Lord God, in you. It's a, it's a revelation of what we once were. We are now something different. And Lord God, we can reach others. So use them, bless them. And Lord God, I pray that you protect their heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If our children aren't gone, they're probably already gone. They don't wait on me. They know I forget anyways. Well, praise the Lord. I thank you for joining us. If you are coming late, please get on the baptism list. Brother, I know you need to be on that list. We have a few. Uh, there's a couple more over there looking towards you that need to be on it. Uh, Randy and uh, Bridget. And uh, I just wanted to catch you before I don't catch you. We'll be baptizing next week right here after the service. We have a tank that will be here. And uh, we have six or seven dedications besides. So that will be the basic part of our service is just rejoicing in what God has already done. Amen? God is doing a great work. And, and uh, there are several who are not here today. Remind them that we will be baptizing tomorrow, uh, next week. And they need to be on the list as well. I'll try to get a hold of some of them. I've talked to you so many times about Joshua. You know all about Joshua. You know about his calling. You know about Moses' death. And God told Joshua to get the people ready. And he sent the, the, the officers over the people to, to get the people ready. And they did that. And they know, you know that they sent spies and they've done so many things. They know about the prostitute that they met and who hid them and her family was saved because of her work for the Lord. And, and uh, you know about her testimony. It says that, that the people know that your God is the God, the Lord of all. Uh, and uh, they feared the Lord and so many other things. For the lack of time today, I'm not going through them. So, but we will be talking in Joshua, uh, but also at that time you'll see that as they went into the and went in and and uh, into the new land, you'll see that God stopped the manna. Manna was the food, the heavenly food uh, that they had to collect every morning in the desert. Remember, for forty years God fed them, and that stopped. They they had to eat from the land after they went across the Jordan. And we, I spoke to you about the Jordan. At flood stage, the water were held back just as it was in the Red Sea. And, and I've spoken to you so much about Joshua. But what I have not spoken to you about Joshua, perhaps is the most important part of Joshua. Uh, Joshua, uh, at least to those who are in the Lord and have grown in the Lord and have come to the place to realize that someone has stood up beside you and helped you to grow and, and help you to gain in the Lord. And, and I want to talk to you about Joshua 1, 14 and 15. Joshua remembered God granted the, uh, the Reubenites, the, Gad the Gadites, and the half of Manasseh tribe to land on the east side of the Jordan. Why is this important? Because as they began to prepare the, the walls of the walls of the water came back, they went across the Jordan. We know that they were they spent almost about a year there before they took over and uh, before Jericho was victory because they they were circumcised there and they healed there and there was rocks put there. It was a sign for all people of all times. There was much that went on there. But in Joshua 1.14, here as they prepared to go over and cross the land, as Joshua prepared the people, he spoke to these. 
these three tribes, actually two and a half tribes, and, and He spoke to them about the land east of the Jordan, that which the place they already were. See, we think about the promised land was all on the other side of the Jordan and they wanted to get there, but there was lush land on the, on the valley side of Jordan as well, amen? Where crops could be grown and it was a great place to live. And two and a half tribes says, we'll make our homes on this side. Why is it so important? They were happy where they already were, weren't they? It was a great place to live. But guess what? The tribes had to go over and get victory on the other side. There was giants in the land, wasn't there? They had to go to the other side of the Jordan and, and the land that, that, that they were already in. Their families were rooted. They were comfortable. Praise the Lord. How many times do we get comfortable when God gives us a nice place where we are? But we forget those who are still pressing on and doing battle and those who God has called to the other side. And, and so really, what's the significance of this? We're going to see that Joshua reminded them in, in Joshua 1, 14 and 15. He says, your wives, children, livestock stay on the east side, but your fighting men must cross the head of your brothers. He goes on to say, you are to help your brothers. You are to help your brothers just because your land is on this side, your families, your cattle, your blessings are on this side, you still have to continue on and help bless your brothers that have stood beside you. Remember, the Amorites were on that side. There was a battle on that side. So you had to, you had to, what he was telling them is we can't forget our brothers. You must go and continue on until all get to a place of rest. Amen? As we are a network of churches, I've spoke to you so many times before that how other churches have blessed this church. How many other churches have sent pastors and sent worship teams and, and put on a new roof and so many endless other things that I probably don't even know about. I tell you that, that just because we become comfortable, we should not settle down and remain on the east side that we must have to cross the divide in a sense many times many have come to the Lord and, and been set free from many things but we still must come alongside them until they get to a place of rest and begin to be a mature Christian not just a growing one amen, amen. wow it's quiet in here verse 15 says until the Lord gives them rest until they uh, too have taken possession of the land after that you may come back and occupy land east of the Jordan See, it is so important, guys, that I tell you that, that we remember those who are pressing on, those who are taking new land, new territory, those who are even changing in their lives. It's not just enough to bring them to the Lord and leave them be stagnant. We must start, carry alongside them until they are mature and strong enough to, to rest, as it says, in the land. It goes with addictions. It goes with those who are planting churches in new areas. And those who have blessed us, we need to remember to bless them as well. It's so important. It's so important. It's a reminder that even though we may have uh, giving help, you know, that, that we're going to expand the kingdom. What's expanding the kingdom? Well, we want to grow internally. Amen? Praise the Lord. That's expanding the kingdom. But I tell you that there are areas that still need churches. There are areas who need a Bible-believing church Pentecostal, those who are working under the power and the anointing of God to reach churches. Those who are not afraid to, to say I'm a failure, but yet God has turned me into this or that. Amen? 
Those who are not afraid to witness what God has done. And God is not a man of uh, a God of the past. He is a God of the present and the future. Amen? And so He's not only reminding us of what He has done. He's reminding us of the great things that are yet to happen. But yet we need to be the army that crosses the Jordan and stands beside our brothers and sisters even though we may be comfortable where we're at. Not everybody is called to go to a foreign land, but we can support those who go. Not all those are going to plant churches, but we need to be beside those willing to go and plant churches at least for a season of time until they can stand on their own. We need to support them. Sometimes it makes the till look mighty small, but I tell you, it's the expansion of the kingdom and that is what is large. That is what will last. That's where the blessings come from. I don't believe God ever called the church to be, have a big stockpile of money. I don't believe that. That's right. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with being blessed and, and, and having the things that you need. But there comes a time that the things we need, are they more important than the ones who need the Lord? Amen? Amen. So we need to support those who go out. Until, it says, until the Lord gives them rest. At what point? At what point and how long? We've supported them for a little while. We've supported them for a while. Or we've supported them quite a while. It says until the point where God gives them rest. When they can stand on their own and be, and be faithful for what God has given them. And they begin to, uh, to reach out. See, as one reaches out and ten reaches out, how many more can ten reach? It's a hard thing. Man, we can get comfortable. We have a part to play, and it's called sacrifice. Sacrifice. Well, it doesn't mean that we go without. That means that we continue to grow and be thankful for what God blesses us with. And, and as those blessings come through, we hand the blessings over and allow someone else to go with them as well. Man, we got lots of storerooms. But what are they storing? Usually dust and cobwebs. <laughs> What good are dust and cobwebs unless you're a spider? Praise the Lord. Personally, I don't like spiders. Not that God hasn't created them, but I don't know what the purpose is. As long as they stay hidden, I'm happy. Praise the Lord. Joshua 18.7 As the new land was being divided... So he, so he was reminding them, their brothers, as they prepared to cross the Jordan, as they began to begin to step out and, and to advance the kingdom, that, that they are to go with them and go before them and stand beside them until those all have a place of land and inheritance to call their own until a point of where they could rest is how long you were going to stay. Joshua 18.7, as the new land was being divided, so they conquered the land so much as so happened in there. You know, we know about... Uh, we know about Jericho. We know about the defeat in Ai. We know about the victory over Ai. The victories over many things. We know about uh, the Goliath who was all part of these things. We don't have time to go to them. I've spoken to you about most of them. But they have been, you know, we have to realize we come to a place where, where as, as the, they begin to find rest, as the land is beginning to divide up, all of a sudden... These people, these three tribes, the Gad, the Reuben, and half the tribe of Manasseh could easily say, well, we've worked hard. Why shouldn't we get a part of what you're getting here? Does that make sense? Oh, we've lost people. We've sacrificed. Our families are behind. And, and all of a sudden, oh, we need more. 
But I tell you here, as they began to divide the land, it was very clear, they made very clear that they had already received their inheritance on the east side. See, so many times when we come alongside somebody, we, we think that all of a sudden we think that they owe us and, and therefore we expect payment and we believe that, that all of a sudden we should get an inheritance or have a part of that and we do have a part to play. We begin to pray for them and release unto them, trusting God for what is imparted to them. See, here he says in Joshua 18, 7, uh, as they begin to divide the land, the Gad, the Reuben, and half-tribe of Manasseh had already received their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan. See, what their blessings were is that they now get to go home to where they are comfortable and join their family and their wives and, and to share in the, the advancement of the kingdom of those who have already advanced the kingdom forward. Amen? Does that make sense? Amen. Guys, guess what? As those who have stood beside us and, and, and helped grow us up and raise us up, we must grow them up and release them, not them owing us, but being thankful that God chooses to use us and release unto them the same as we were released to do what we are to do. Amen. This world is a selfish world. We are selfish people. So we need to understand as we have been blessed, we need to bless others not them owing us, but, but guess what? Consider ourselves to be paid in full because God is blessing us and giving us a place of rest on the east side of the Jordan where we're already planted. Amen? Does that make sense? That doesn't mean we get a place where we no, can, no longer draw or, or reach out to the lost. That just means we get to come back together in full force and continue the project that God has already given us to do. The project. If you look at it as a... Project, guess what? It's never ending, is it? How many houses are done? Anybody's house done? <laughs> if you got a brand new one, it might be done momentarily. You want a little new paint, you got a different door, you got to have some different furniture. Always something, isn't there? Amen. Praise the Lord. So today's message is basically let us prepare to go with those who have blessed us. That they might expand the kingdom, expand the kingdom. I'm not going to draw it out long today. We need to consider ourselves paid in full as we step out and help others, and as they advance, we need to consider ourselves paid in full. How do we get paid in full? By the crowns that we're going to have to lay at Jesus' feet, that which will last forever. We have a part to play in those who come to salvation no matter where we plant church or where we come alongside those or no matter who we come alongside and, and help them for a season to get through a tough time that they might stand on their own. See, till they can cross the other side of where they are to a place of rest, it says. Could be missions and buildings, salvations. Giving rides to others. It seems like they're simple things until they can get a car of their own. That could be, a, that's a tough thing if you don't have a vehicle today. Until they can stand on their own free from the addiction that bound them for so long. To help encourage them. To lift them up. Until the Lord gives them rest. How long must I do it? Lord, how long must I suffer? Until the Lord gives them rest. And then we can return. So how well a job are we doing? You want to return quickly? You better do a good job. 
till the Lord gives them rest. Till they are in a good place. With them owing us nothing. We are paid in full. In fact, we're paid great dividends when someone comes to the Lord and we see them grow, in my opinion. Because the joy of the Lord is not only in us, it's in them. And then they renew our strength because through the joy of the Lord is our strength. When we see the joy resounding from those and when we hear that a church from here or there is beginning to do well and pay their own bills, praise the Lord. How long was it that we weren't paying our own bills? They're paying, paying it forward, the world would say. I've never seen cash pay a dollar. <laughs> All it does is disappear. Unless we give it away. I know it doesn't sound like good stewardship to give things away. That you work so hard for. But did we really work harder? Did God really bless us and we trusted Him for it? We go to work and it's all about the pay. But if we go to work and it's about the mission field, the pay is just an extra. (laughs) Does that make sense? If it's just about the pay, we get tired and we don't want to go back. And people are they're mean. But if we get an opportunity to bring someone to the Lord, hallelujah. If we come along somebody who is struggling, all of a sudden they begin to, to understand a new way to, to work in life, guess what? I say hallelujah. See, we help fight their battles. Because their battle is ours. If not be by the grace of God, there goeth I. We want to separate their battles from ours. It's the same battle, except we want to turn it around a battle between one another. And guess what? It's not that battle. If it is, then we're our eyesight's in the wrong spot. It's not against flesh and blood. Till they possess the land, till they possess the victory, until they have rest. That they enjoy the same rest that we have. See, these, as they stayed on the east side, remember, their wives, their children, their animals were safe. They were already rooted and and their animals were producing and they were in a safe place. Their families were safe. Guess what? The ones they were battling with, their families were with them. They were going to the unknown. They had to continue walking in the dust. Oh, they were blessed to be on the other side. Don't get me wrong. Aren't we all blessed when we get to the other side of one turmoil or one situation? We get to the other side. Then we know how blessed we were in the midst of the storm. Families were comfortable. I tell you, I believe God wants us faithful more than comfortable. Faithful more than comfortable. Joshua 22, 3 and 4, and I'm about done. Because here's the result. How long must we suffer? How long must we go on? Joshua 22, 3 and 4 says, For a long time now, to this very day, you have not deserted your brother, but have carried out the mission the Lord your God gave you. Now that the Lord your God has given your brothers rest, as he promised. Wow. As he promised. He has given them rest. Return to your homes in the land that Moses, the servant of God, gave you 
on the other side of the Jordan. This is the well done, good and faithful servant. See, God gave the promise. God gives the rest. God gives us the mission to do. God gives us the provision. He fed a manna until they went to the other side and then they began to eat from the, from the crops of the land. But until then, He fed them manna. They had to go collect it. Boo-hoo, we had to go work to collect the manna. And it needed something to do. God sending them back to the promised land on the other side of the Jordan. <laughs> See, God has promised us all provision. He has promised us all His love. He's promised us the power. What He hasn't promised us is that He's going to give power to all who don't obey, did He? There is a price to pay. There is conditions to be met. Love covers a multitude of sin. God multiplies for those who give freely. God multiplies. God multiplies the blessings. God multiplies the finances. God multiplies as we go forth our families. But God multiplies salvation too, doesn't He? We think of our family as children and we should. But guess what? God is multiplying the kingdom of God. Amen. And He's using us to do it. Those who will go. Who will go? Who can I send? He asked. Amen. Who is willing to go with your brothers and stand beside them? Who is willing to sacrifice for the kingdom of God? Who is willing to, to, to use what you have and bless others with the new? Who? How about we get the new and we give them the old? Praise the Lord for the old. Because it's been faithful. Let's use to learn to use it and use it well. That it might last longer. That we might have that to give to others the new. Because what's new in their eyes may be just the salvation. I say just the salvation. What is more important? What is new in their eyes may be a building to, to minister to. You're going to hear in the months to come what God is doing. He's opened doors. We've sent the spies. <laughs> the first thing I saw was the giants. I, I really was surprised from what I saw. The giants. The, the things to oppose to the victory. I didn't think I would be one who saw the giants. But I looked around and I saw the giants. The big churches on each corner. The lack of this and the lack of that. But what he opened my eyes to was the slums on the side that are full of drug addicted people who wouldn't even come out in the day, but at night they were crawling around everywhere. They might peek out a window or out a door. One of the richest areas, but the highest STDs in the United States. And these were older folks. Began to open my eyes to a lot of things. And all the blessings that he gave them 
but the sin that was they were noted for. I believe God has opened doors. I know He has for a purpose and it's yet to come, but it's an opportunity to reach a sinful part of the world that's really thinking they're rejoicing and can't, life can't get better. I, I once told a pastor, I don't need any more friends. Oh, you need to know Jesus. I don't need to know any. I don't need any more friends. They all want something from me. Just what I told him. Then I realized Jesus doesn't want anything from me. He wants to bless me. He wants to encourage me. He wants to strengthen me. He wants to use me far beyond anything I could do on my own. But it makes comes down to a decision. Are we willing to help? Are we willing to go beside our brothers and stand beside them until they can rest? You know, he talks about counting the cost. Do you send someone out and then starve them to death while they're there? Doesn't make sense to me. But we can only do it as a group. And stepping out far more than what we can do, because if we can do it on our own, guess what? It's really not a step of faith at all. If it's about what I can do, it's not about faith. But if it's about what only God can do, you better make sure that God goes with you and is for you and has calling you to do that thing. Amen. Which takes a lot of prayer, a lot of determination, and a greater degree of faith. So praise the Lord. I thank you for coming today. There's a meal prepared. So today I talk to you about Joshua standing beside your brother and go with them to the other side. And to be willing to stand beside them until God gives them rest. Whether it be in your own town, your own household, or to the next city. Until God gives them rest. He says, if you, if you are weary, what does he tell us to do? Come to me and I will give you rest. We need to go to the Lord if we get tired. Amen. But guess what? Where else will they go if we abandon someone in midstream? Count the cost. Trust and believe. Remember all that he's already done. Because <laughs> then it gives you strength to believe for greater things. Praise the Lord. Today I want to thank you for joining with me and ask you to continue to pray with me that, that God would give clarity and confirmation and abundant blessings. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your word. Lord God, we thank you for faithful people uh, that you have sent here. But Lord God, faithful ones that you have sent prior uh, to this church being able to stand on its own. Lord God, we thank you that they remain until we could come to a place of rest. Lord God, that you have given us abundant blessings, and not only in numbers, but Lord God, that you have abundantly increased our faith. So Lord God, we pray that you would just continue to go before us, open doors that no man can open. Lord God, shut the doors that you'd have us not to work through, but Lord God, give us clarity. Lord God, give us a willingness to, to open our eyes to the open door, but Lord God, a boldness to step through them. I pray for your hand of protection upon each and every one here. 
Lord God, upon every family representative, Lord God, uh, the jailer, he came to the Lord, and each one of his family came to him afterwards. So, Lord God, I pray that for these families here, that every member would come to know you, would come to serve you, would come to multiply the kingdom. Pray that you bless each one as we go. Bless the meal, Lord, that's been prepared. We'd use that strength to bring honor and glory unto you. If anyone needs prayer today, I'd be glad to pray for you. God is good, amen? Amen. This is not a statement saying the pastor's leaving. It's got nothing to do with that. I'm not going anywhere. Unless God (laughs) breaks my legs and drags me out. That's not anything about that. But I tell you, it's a statement saying that God has opened eyes and opened doors. and, And we need to continue to expand the kingdom of God is what I'm saying. In our families, in growth here. In our walk with Him. As us, we will be baptizing next week. If you're not on that list yet, please sign it. That we might get you baptized. It's going to be right here. We have a baptism tank we'll bring in. That, uh, certifications for baptism. Huh? So they'll be getting certifications of baptism as well as we did last year? You think they're going to be certified? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> We will have certificates, yes. I got a rash, your brother. You know. Do you have to have certified seed to grow? I don't know. The inoculant might be nice. <laughs> Keeps the worms from entering. Uh, praise the Lord. Yes, we'll be giving out certificates. We have uh, six or seven uh, dedications for young people as well. So, so God is blessing and growing. And yes, uh, that'll be next week. We'll be pretty much dedicated to those things. Uh, Short word, but yet uh, we're going to praise God for all that He's done. Amen? Amen. There are many that are not here today, so I'll reach out to them, let them know that we are baptizing, that I would be calling some of them if I got their numbers. But uh, um, you can come. If they come next week, guess what? Bring a pair of shorts and a shirt, something decent, you know, that you can get wet. and Bring a towel and the tank. You just step up into it. And you sit down on it. And you just go backwards in it. So it's really... The most comfortable. Uh, not as cold. Yes. I didn't say, I'm not promising that. I'm not promising that. It, it will be refreshing. Amen. Spiritually anyways. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you for coming today. A meal has been prepared. God bless each and every one of you as you come. Uh, if you're not on that list out there, please put your name out there and come next week and, and prepare to be blessed. God bless you.